Heidi ho everyone, and welcome to another edition of Friday's Favorite Movies. I'm Maddie. Oh, hey, I'm Andrew. And uh, if this is your first time coming to Friday's Favorite Movies, uh, a little bit about this, uh, this format. Um, <laughs> so basically... Uh, we, uh, as you know, Friday the 13th Horror Podcast is a podcast all about horror in real life and horror in the media. Uh, Friday's Favorite Movies is about our favorite movies. Who would have figured? Mm-hmm. Um, and often, um, actually, we've only talked about one horror film so far in, yep. in this series. Um, so it can really be anything. We've talked about Moonstruck. We've talked about It's a Wonderful Life. Um, what else have we talked about? I mean, there's been there's been a lot of these now, so yeah. don't test my memory yeah. anymore. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. So today, uh, and basically, we just we just we switch off. We pick one of Andrew's favorite movies. We pick one of my favorite movies. We did me last month with It's a Wonderful Life for December. It's a good pick for the holidays. The holidays are over now, so we're talking about Drop Dead Gorgeous, yeah, which is a great and fucking hilarious film from 1999. It's one of Andrew's favorites. Mm-hmm. Andrew, take it away. Yeah. So Drop Dead Gorgeous is a movie starring. Uh, Kirsten Dunst, Denise Richards, um, Ellen Barkin, Allison Janney. I mean, Kirstie Alley. It goes down the uh, the gamut of people. There are a lot of um, like little stunt castings in this where you're like, oh, I know that actress yeah. from somewhere. Like Amy Adams' first movie, and it's and this is like young Amy Adams. It's crazy to see. Tragically, her. Uh, Brittany Murphy. I know, like, taken too soon. But um, Drop Dead Gorgeous is about a, a teen um, beauty pageant the teen princess the, the sarah rose sarah cosmetic. rose sarah rose cosmetics teen princess yes american teen princess american teen princess um and we follow a uh, a small town called mount rose minnesota and we basically just see kind of a mockumentary style movie following the um the the pageant Mm-hmm. And things get a little crazy. There's some murders that happen. Well, because it's the 50th anniversary of the pageant, right? Correct. That's it. And um, it, it's just it's a crazy movie. There, well, there is some problematic stuff because of the time that. It oh was, my god. That oh was my made. god. Oh my god. But, totally. Um, but I, the, the one thing that um, the thing that I was loved about this movie is it captures so accurately a group of people and if you grew up in the midwest and you watch this movie especially if you grew up in a small town you're like oh this is like how it is yeah it actually is like like that that's that is it yeah so that's that's like one big thing that i love about this movie but really this movie is just like a comedy romp from start to finish oh totally so crazy and like you know i'm I'm a big fan of the mockumentary style i Mm -hmm. think i think it's genius you know this came out three years after waiting for guffman from christopher oh interesting um, and all of Christopher Guest movies, I'm just a huge fan of the earlier ones, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that I think in a lot of ways, like Drop Dead Gorgeous pays like some pretty good homage to to Waiting for Guffman. Too. Well, I think like, it's kind of um, it's it's right in that sweet spot of where this this kind of yeah. movie was really popular. Right, right. And I think it really gets downplayed in the the overall like genre because yeah. you never hear about this movie. Well, and, and speaking of downplay, can we talk about this really quick? Yeah. So. You know, you know, obviously, like before, before we we record anything, I'm always like, oh, is it streaming anywhere? So I don't have to like go buy it or whatever. And so I I, I texted Andrew uh, earlier this week, and I was like, you can't stream this. You can't anywhere. even you can't even buy it on iTunes. It's not on iTunes. It's not on Amazon. It's not. It's literally nowhere online for you to stream. We have no idea why that's the case. Except um, for in my booklet of DVDs that I have. Yeah, right. So, like, like, honestly, thankfully, he already had the DVD because you can't even buy it. Like, on Amazon, you can buy it. It's but like it's 40 bucks. 40 fucking dollars. I'm like, I love the movie. I'm not going to spend 40 bucks no, on it right now. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's just, it's really odd. 
we don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know why I feel... Is someone trying to cover up this movie? Is someone trying to like make maybe. it disappear? Like, does Kirstie Alley not like this movie anymore? Well, maybe <laughs> that, or, you know. And I, I don't think this would be the case. But like, because of like the problematic stuff, do you think that's why it's not that bad though? I, and also, like contextually, like I mean, like let's face it. In the movie, they use the R word over and over and over yes. and over again. There's and, a like, depiction of a mentally handicapped person, right. and it is not a favorable. Depiction. No, it's not. It's pretty bad. Um, and like you know, and also like the one like the uh, Mr. Lehman like constantly talks about like getting jewed down mm-hmm. like i mean there, there's some bad stuff but also like i mean not even i don't mean to say but also but also it was 1999 mm-hmm. everybody was talking like an asshole well and it's a product Doesn't excuse it but it, it's I mean. an it's a product of kind of the schlocky comedy that was happening right. in the 90s right, yeah. and it was back when we didn't have as many we, we didn't um i don't want to say we didn't care but it just wasn't the sensitivity wasn't as high as what it was it, is today. it was yeah it was it was very different yeah it really was but um so i think that this movie is chock full of good one-liners oh my god come on <laughs> us lutherans used grape cho- grape juice for the blood of christ <laughs> Uh, so and um they go to the mall of america there's some bars it's there's a lot of um homages to kind of um minnesota food so like lutefisk oh yeah um bars <laughs> and i i love that the um that the team is called the muskies yeah that's so fucking funny when she does that fucking musky face mm-hmm. oh my god yeah let's we should talk about this cast because in my personal opinion, I think this is some of the greatest work by Allison Janney and Kirstie Alley. I, I think that they're amazing. Oh my God. So Allison Janney is one of my favorite actresses of all time. I, I I'm right up her. there with you. Like, I, I first like got into her during West Wing, of course, like I think a lot of people did. Um, but she's fucking brilliant. And I was, you know, I was just saying when we watched the film, like, I wonder if part of the reason why she got the role of uh, Tanya, Tanya Harding's mom in I, Tanya is because of this, is because of this, because like, if you watch, I, have you seen I, Tanya yet? Mm, not yet. So, um, I think I, I'm not going to ruin it. It's not ruining anything for yeah. you, but like, I think you'll probably agree. Like the mom and I, Tanya and Loretta are pretty, yeah. they're, they're, they're kind of similar. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, and I, Tanya is also shot in that mockumentary style too, not mockumentary, but it's it's like that. Yeah, okay. Um so it's I I think it's 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 pretty cool that like the work that she did almost 20 years ago mm-hmm. like somebody on Itania I can guarantee you yeah, was like saw oh, this movie fucking perfect Allison fucking Janney. I love when she's like, "Hey, can one of you uh can one of you guys uh, dr- uh drop me downtown or drop me down yeah. to my house?" And she's like, "Don't fall for it. She lives two trailers down." <laughs> Catch us in your mouth. I'll give you a gift. Yeah. <laughs> got, so Allison Janney's character in the movie is con, is kind of like that older um, sex pot like woman. Cougar. Yeah, like yeah. she just wants to get with everybody. And in every, and how sense. can you blame her? How can you blame her? Really? I, no, so I'm going to be the same way when I'm when I'm when I'm all grown up. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, we kind of just follow the different contestants, and you quickly learn that there are probably like three or four that even have a chance, and all the other ones are just kind of there for comedic relief. Um, talking like the drama girl, the dog girl, like there's, yeah. <laughs> they all have like their shtick. The butch girl. And then um, we kind of come down to basically Tammy, uh, who's kind of the uh, butchy girl, but always wins everything. Uh, we have Denise Richards' character, Kirsten, Becky. Becky Lehman, um, Amber Atkins, who's played by Kirsten Dunst, and... Let's see, like, what would you think, like, who the, like, number four? Probably the cheerleader, right? I would say the cheerleader. So Amy Adams' character is probably your, you know, those, like, on your top Le- four. Leslie Miller. Mm-hmm. 
And then Tammy gets killed by <laughs> her thrasher blows up. And if you've never seen this movie before, it's a very shocking moment because up until that point, this is just kind of your run of the mill mockumentary. Yeah, it's just like everything's comedy. just happening normal. And then all of a sudden, you get this. Ex- there's a lot of good explosions in this movie, actually, but um, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, and you you think that this is kind of more of an innocent movie up until that point, and then as soon as that explosion happens, you're like, oh. Like, shit's getting real now. Like, people are actually dying. Yeah. Um, and you find out later in the movie that Kirstie Alley pretty much is doing it to, like, like get her daughter to win. But <laughs> so. little does she know when her daughter sits atop the giant swan. Like, it smells like gasoline. That her daughter would be the last to die. <laughs> oh, and so then, of course, you know, Amber Atkins becomes the champion. And then there's, the, there's this running joke about cops all the time. Like, then, are we on cops again? cops finally <laughs> yeah. shows up at the yeah. end. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, so, Maddie... The, so the, well, the reason I love this movie so much mm-hmm. is because it harkens back to a day probably, you know, I graduated uh, high school in 2003. So yeah. this was like freshman year for me. And it just reminds me of like sitting around like late nights with my weirdo friends and totally. just like watching these kind of movies. Yeah. And that's it's it's just stuck with me all these years because I think it's actually a really good comedy. First of all, I yeah. think that the cast is incredible yeah and i think that the comedy holds up i think it really holds like up. we just we just watched it right before this and we were yeah, still we were, we're, our we're like off. cracking up and like you know i think same for me like i i have not watched this movie in a long fucking time yeah not since college so that's at least 14 years since, wow. since the last time i watched it um a lot of my best friends um like all the girls like they mm-hmm. love they love 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 this movie and like like my friend Stephanie, she still says hi monkey. And like <laughs> and like you know, and Bridget and Taylor, they still make jokes about it together. And like I mean Taylor like can I think she can quote the entire movie. It's definitely one of those movies that um it hit or hit a generation. Totally. And it, you had like inside jokes about it. Yeah. You know? So I think it's it's just that kind of comedy. Yeah, yeah you know, like, I mean we had like in our generation, we had some pretty like funny fucking movies. Yeah, you know, and, and I like, think a lot of them are underrated. Underrated. I think so too. And like you know, like you know, it's like as an example, like I haven't watched American Pie in I can't even tell you the last time. And like you know, like looking back, that was like the runaway like comedy hit for so long. With Which us. I'm not. That's not like even. Uh, that's not even on my radar. Yeah, no, no, I know. But like, I wonder though, like watch if I watched it again, like would that comedy hold up? I don't think so. I'm guessing probably not. Just I mean, because, there's probably like, some jokes that would still hit. But yeah, but like I mean, like the sex jokes are just kind of like they're they're just gonna like kind of probably tumble for the yeah. most part i would fun say fun fact about american be or not american beauty american pie <laughs> um that is uh, that town is modeled after grand rapids michigan really did yeah they, did they film it there um they filmed parts of it um huh. do you know the hot dog stand that they Wait, hang out does in? it take place in, in grand rapids it does oh, they just I don't ever explicitly they just don't ever explicitly say it okay but the screenwriter was from grand rapids and if you notice that the the hot dog place that they always hang out yeah. in that's a real place it's called oh, no it's way. called yes Dog and oh wait yeah. no, no no I've been to Yester Dog before Have you? now that I think about it well, it's kind of like a famous a it's like a famous Grand Rapids staple. I totally forgot about that it chili was, dogs it was really good I yeah. had a good time <laughs> it's definitely one of those places that people walk into after they've been to the bars for a little while and get a chili cheese dog yeah, that know? sounds so good right now <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway back to Drop Dead Gorgeous and also f- speaking about location this was filmed on location in Minnesota oh nice filmed on location in Jordan Minnesota I have no idea where the fuck that is I don't either I'm, I, I'm not that familiar with Minnesota to be honest yeah it was actually 
It was all, they were kind of all over Minnesota, but um, yeah, Minnesota. I did see that um, the mall parking lot that they use for the Mall of America, uh-huh. where she's like, you would think the Mall of America would have the parking lot of America. <laughs> but um, I guess that that was the same mall parking lot that they used in Mall Rats. No way. Yeah. Oh my God, it's kind crazy. of an interesting huh. little side note. Well, and, and you know, I'm looking at some different ephemera about the movie now, too. And and I guess it was, it was first to be known as Dairy Queens. Which that doesn't even make sense to me. Like, like, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, if maybe, she, like, worked in a Dairy Queen, maybe it would make more sense. Well, and, like, maybe, like, first script treatments had more, like, dairy-related Minnesota stuff in it, and then they got rid of it because literally Dairy the Dairy Queen Corporation sued them, uh, cease and desist, so they had to not use Dairy Queen Instead, anymore. they used St. Paul's, right. St. Paul pork products. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I, I think that... I like, love St. Paul pork products dairy so Qu- much, I live, I work here now. <laughs> I just got that fucking bloody apron. I know. Um, but, like, I, I don't think Dairy Queens would have worked at all. Like, the, the, that it's called Drop Dead Gorgeous, I think, is is perfect. Yeah. It makes perfect sense with the movie. It's it's hilarious. That's the way that it should have been. So I'm glad that it turned out that way. Me I'm too. glad that Dairy Queens sued. <laughs> but I'm also glad that thinking about Dairy Queen makes me want a blizzard right now. And I, I do um, want to say, like, God, Denise Richards... She's so good. She is so like beautiful in this movie. I love Denise Richards. I mean, she plays an awful person in it, but she is beautiful at doing it. How, how old? How old were they in this movie? I mean, they got to be early twenties. So they were just a little bit older than us, yeah, basically. Yeah. And now it's twenty. God, now it's almost twenty years later. It's it's, it's like, crazy, scary to think about mm-hmm. right now. I love the part where she uh, they blow up her trailer and she's got the uh, <laughs> Miller High Life can like molded into her it. Hand. <laughs> And then when she's in the office, she's like, oh, just try to try to drink out of that little that that can and and, and relax or whatever. Why don't you and relax and see if there's any more beer in that can? That's it. Oh my god, it was so stupid, but also hilarious. This is definitely one of those movies that I it, it was a struggle for me to watch it and not quote along. Yeah, but course. I knew that like you hadn't seen it in a long time. I knew Michael hadn't seen it in a long time, yeah. so I didn't want to do that. But this is one of those movies where I just like struggle to. Just not like say how, word for word. How can you not? Yeah, it's like, a very you know, quotable. Like movie. you said, it's it's one liner after one liner. It's it's the same way that I am when I watch Waiting for Guffman. Mm-hmm. Like how can you not like quote like brilliant ad libbing because it's mm-hmm. it's so good. Actually, it's a good question. Was was this the same style? Do they ad lib a lot? Do you know that? I don't know. There, well, like we said, the there's not really a lot out there about this movie, so yeah. it's hard. Even the IMD trivia is pretty short. Like, I, just, I don't understand. I still don't understand the fuck why. I don't either. We've really got to find out, listeners, if you know the reason why, or if, or if, like, I would really love to hear from people. And I mean, if they haven't seen it, they're probably not listening to this. But yeah. <laughs> um, if, if this was a staple in your movie collection yeah was this something that you watched over and over again because i don't hear many people talk about this movie but whenever i do bring it up people are like oh yeah i love that movie so yeah and th- we we did see there is a movie called drop dead gorgeous I don't right fall now. for it but like it, it is not this movie it's uh, got jeremy we're, london we're, we're unsure if it might be like some kind of like reboot or like based loosely on this not i'm not willing sure. to find out uh, but yeah i'm not gonna rent it i'm not gonna find out because i was very angry when i found that that was all I could rent on right. iTunes. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me right now. So oh, yeah, some of the funnier parts happy. in this movie, I, I love the interview scene where they're asking, <laughs> they're like asking all the other girls like normal questions. And then they get to Amber and they're like, please, um, in alphabetical order, say and spell all of these states of the United States. And she's like, seriously <laughs> three and a half minutes later <laughs> wyoming w-y-o-m-i-n-g it, it is a funny transition though when they are doing that scene at the beginning she's like 
Alabama, A L A B A, and then by the end she's like West Virginia. Yeah, she's like she's like all like happy, happy, and like ready to go. Yeah, that <laughs> but, is hilarious. Um, I think that um, let's see, we go through. I, I love Brittany Murphy's character all through and through. I think I'm probably more of a Brittany Murphy fan than I'm willing to um, say in public. Oh, whoops, I just did. I love Brittany Murphy. <laughs> I just. Ugh. There was a there was a time where she was releasing these kind of movies, and then she kind of went into the more um, after Clueless kind of went into more <laughs> yeah. of the uh, like what are they, like romantic comedy right, type right, things. Yeah. But I will shamelessly say that Just Married, I love that movie, yeah. and it's not good, but no, I love it at all. <laughs> God, thinking about Clueless, that was ninety five. That's crazy, which makes me. Like kind of want to go puke right now. It's weird. <laughs> My favorite part in the film is when uh, the former winner, what's her fucking name? Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. What's her? I can't remember her name. I can't think of her name right the, now. The, the former winner of, of the teen princess pageant. Um, she's she's in the hospital because she has anorexia, which is another like sort of problematic thing, but whatever. It's funny. Um, and, and this she, is not like let's be let's out. be clear here. This is not highbrow comedy. No, like, not at all. Is... Not at all. So she comes out for her talent thing, to, like because she's like doing it, and so she goes out for a talent thing. And she's getting wheeled around by a nurse, and she's lip syncing to what is that fucking song? Don't cry. Oh my god! It is, and she looks she looks crazy. Yeah, like, I love how? when she's like, and if you should fall. Oh my god! <laughs> and that wig she has on, she looks like a monster, and it's fucking. Hilarious. My favorite part uh, with her specifically is where she was like, two weeks before the pageant. <laughs> and she's like, and I was running about 18 miles a day on about 400, 400 calories. calories. <laughs> and, it was, and also, like, I um, I did a stupid thing and I hurt my side um, this week. Yeah. So, um, like, watching the movie today, I had to, like, make myself not laugh too hard. <laughs> so I was like, hit, 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 hit. I was wondering what you <laughs> were doing. Those were my laughs because my side hurts because I'm an idiot. But, um, so, towards the, we, we think, so, I, I was saying this before we got on here, but when you're watching the movie for the first time you think after the initial pageant at mount rose is over like okay the movie's over but then it goes on for like another 30 minutes i mean it could have ended right there yeah too. totally like but they they add more on and it's fucking funny and um basically <laughs> uh, denise richards character it pretty much rigs it so that she wins but then she gets blown up on the float that she's riding on <laughs> and then amber gets to be the default winner because she was in second place and she goes on to what is it state she goes yeah, on the state. state where she Insane once again ball. she once again wins by default because everyone gets food poisoning <laughs> because they were all eating shellfish and she didn't eat the shellfish she's like i don't i don't eat anything that can carry its house around with it you never know when the last time it was cleaned <laughs> Um and um Which then, also watching that scene, like as soon as like, it's they, gross. as soon as they showed like the shot of like a lobster on a plate, even I was like, that looks so gross. Well right if now. you look at the sign oh. if you look at the sign out front when they first pull up to the airport hojo, um there's like a clam dinner for nine ninety nine. Oh yeah, yeah, fried <laughs> so, clam dinner. Oh. So it's already like set up for bearded, awfulness. The bearded clam. And then um she goes on to nationals, but when they get to the Sarah Rose Cosmetics Company um the irs has seized sarah it's been, rose it's been closed down and then all the ladies fucking go ape shit and well, tear think, it down think about that like think about all the stuff you just went through to get to this point yeah and then it's not gonna happen yeah i think i think it's actually like it's it's one of my favorite scenes too, i would freak out because i think it i think it's really funny but i also like think it's like subtly like fuck you to the man too yeah. which i really <laughs> like you know me um oh, they, they like push down the sign and they break the windows it's hilarious and i love too when you see the sign for like what like what's on what 
floors mm-hmm. and like 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 princess like like teen princess america has like eight floors yeah and you're like why do you have why do you need eight floors um and i love the mom she gets her uh, hand I, I did not bring up ellen barkin yet but she is hilarious in this movie as well who plays amber's mom and um i i think her biggest uh role here is to kind of be the comedic relief with the hand because um she has to have her hand removed after the beer can is melded to it her whole arm i know and then she's got like a hook and she's trying to open up at the end like this fucking like beer like can. can of beer and, and that's it's ridiculous and she like tries like like edward. she's like just use your hand and <laughs> yeah. she's like they said i had they, to practice they said to practice and she's like about to like edward like edward 40 hands it too yeah. which is hilarious did you ever play edward 40 hands uh yes i have God, played it's edward dumbest 40 fucking hands. game in the it's world it's really stupid Ugh, it's so stupid between that and power hour power those hour. have not been my finest moments listen like we don't need any more drinking games in our no. lives we really don't I'd, I'd, I'd never been a big drinking games person. The only drinking game that I genuinely do, like, still like is um, uh, Flip Cup. Oh, I like Flip Cup, because, I guess, yeah. It's honestly, pretty fun. just because I'm really good at it. Do you know what game I actually really hate? What? That's beer pong. Oh, I hate beer pong. Because everyone has their own fucking regional rules, and, like, there's all these things, and everyone gets so worked up well, about and it. And plus, like, when you're playing it, you're drunk. So, yeah. like, I mean, like, you're talking, like, you're complaining and arguing about rules. Like, you're all drunk. And it's also, if you play it in the traditional sense that we played it, it's pretty gross, because the it's ping disgusting. pong balls are going right into the beer that you're and drinking. And they're falling all over the floor in, like, your dad's garage. Right. So, like, no. I don't, want, I don't want to play beer pong with you, but I do want to play flip cup. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's understood like right now um so yeah drop dead gorgeous i think that will kind of if unless there's anything else any other scenes or anything that you wanted to point out i, I mean i think it's just you know it, it was fun for me to watch it again for the first time in so long yeah that was, that was a lot of fun and it it did kind of bring me back to like being in college and yeah. like hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. um you know if you haven't seen it before and if you if you don't if you don't really watch mockumentaries you should really watch this. Yeah, it's um, fun. It's a fun entry into that style, into that genre. Um, it's it's hilarious. The cast is literally fucking amazing. And like you know, twenty years ago, we didn't know what all these people were going to do. But yeah. now, now we fucking know. I mean, I think a lot of people think. I I read an article a little while back that um, Kirsten Dunst is like one of the most underrated actresses of totally. all time. Kirsten Dunst is fucking awesome. She's been awesome since she was a kid. Yeah, I mean, she's she's a wonderful actress. And and Amy Adams is great in this. And I mean, we've already talked about all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go fucking watch it. What's wrong with you? And, Don't and, be crazy. And Go write, watch it. Write New Line and tell them we need this movie on Blu-ray. Yeah, like, yeah. Just to point that out again, if any of you know the reason why we can't find it, we would love to hear because we even did googling on that. I can't find shit. We can't find anything. So and there's like, no special features on the DVD. It's a very yeah. plain Jane DVD. And like now, I'm kind of wondering like, is there a conspiracy? Are we like, are, is like the FBI going to visit us now? Like, what <laughs> is what is the reason that we're not supposed to talk? About well, I can tell you if if I get a personal phone call from Kirstie Alley, I will let you know. Oh my god! Because I, I I think that she's um, she's Kirstie. fallen she's fallen out of fame a little bit, but yeah, Kirstie Alley is. is like one of my favorite actresses of all time. Yeah, she, the trajectory of her career kind of makes me sad. It's very honest. strange. Like and like, what is she even doing now? She no, um, the last thing I remember watching her in was that fat actress show <sighs> that she had on um, either HBO or Showtime. I can't remember, but. That show's actually really fucking funny. Is it really? Yeah, it's hilarious. I know. I just, I just wish she didn't... I don't know. It's, I don't know what's just, happened. It just makes me sad. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It makes me sad. I think I mean, she's... 
she's so much more talented than I think people really give her credit for. Right. I mean, look at Cheer. We had Cheers. Cheers. She was fucking awesome on and Cheers. I know that not a lot of people probably think about these movies anymore, but Look Who's Talking movies are great. Look Who's Talking movies were fucking fantastic. <laughs> Especially if you grew up in like a certain time. Those were like a staple. Like Three Men and a Baby, Curly Sue, Look Who's Talking. Like those kind of movies were staples in my household. Girl, I forgot she was in Star Trek too. Yeah. Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. I really... Oh, she's in Village of the Damned. Well, too. she was on um, the TV show. Oh, she was in Scream Queens on TV. Oh, I did watch that. that. I watched Scream Queens, yeah. But, you know, basically what we're trying to say is, would someone please give Kirstie Alley the job she deserves? Yeah, I agree. Just one of you out there has money. I know that you do. All right. So I think that will bring us to our podcast corner. So... Oh, yeah, yeah. Podcast Corner. I totally forgot. Um, so Podcast Corner is where we um, we try to elevate and lift up a, another indie podcast. Yeah. Because we are all doing really great work out there. We've got a lot of really wonderful friends um, in podcasting, especially a lot of queer podcasters. And if you're an indie podcaster, you know how hard it is out there to really get out there and just shake the trees to get your show heard yeah so um we've had some some nice success and we want to share that with other people mm-hmm. so andrew what is the podcast that you are bringing the podcast that considering we are talking about a movie that completely takes place in minnesota i chose a minnesota based oh, podcast that's fantastic uh, they're out of minneapolis and it is called perhaps it's you perhaps it's you perhaps it's you is a watch along um episode by episode retelling of unsolved mysteries oh my god and they go through each episode they talk about what um they talk about the episode they talk about the clothes they talk about all the 90s-ness of it yes and then how many how many episodes are there oh they're in season three of of uh, unsolved mysteries right now shit and i've been i'm a little late to the game but i've gone back probably about 15 episodes and been listening to them their episodes are average about an hour so it's not that hard to get Um, and they rate every episode on Robert Stacks. That's so, really funny. And they're really cool. funny. Uh, I really enjoy listening to them. You should look them up on Twitter. <laughs> and right now we are going to play their promo. Were you traumatized as a child by watching Unsolved Mysteries? Do you like to judge facial hair? <laughs> Guess what? We have a podcast for you. Can you believe it? It's called Perhaps It's You. And it is an unofficial Unsolved Mysteries rewatch podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Samantha. I'm Liz. We're two cool mystery ants. Not really. <laughs> watch an episode of Unsolved Mysteries each week. And tell you about it. We update you if any of the mysteries have been solved. We rate the episode on a scale of Robert Stacks. We can give episodes a possible five out of five Robert Stacks, although it rarely happens. Very rarely. We also complain about what everyone is wearing, and it doesn't really matter if you know anything about Unsolved Mysteries or not. You should tune in because it's the number one podcast on iTunes. Yeah, you can find us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, most podcast platforms. You can also check out our website, perhapsitsyou.com, or find us on the social medias at Perhaps It's You. And... Get out there and solve some mysteries, bitches. What a cool show. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting concept. And and what are they called again? Say it Perhaps it's you. Perhaps it's you. So find them all over social medias. They're all over. And the iTunes and all and the, the stuff. ITunes you know where to find podcasts you, now. You, you're listening to one. You know what to do. <laughs> um, and while we're talking about that, of course, thank you for listening to Friday the 13th Horror Podcast and our little sub-series, our little um, sidecast, mm-hmm. uh, Friday's favorite movies. Uh, remember to, uh, if you haven't already, to like us on Facebook. We would really appreciate that. To follow us 
on Twitter and on Instagram. On, on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Frygay13. That's Frygay13. Yeah. If you have not yet rated us on iTunes, we would really appreciate it because that's what makes people come and listen to us. It's a new year and it should be a resolution yes. to leave us our iTunes review that we literally get no money for. <laughs> but in, in, in celebration of 2019, leave us 2019 stars if you could. <laughs> And um, while you're leaving those stars in that review, why don't you just type out a little review, too? That would be fantastic. Yeah, we want to hear what you like about the show. Yeah. And, if, and if you really love us, do us a favor. Talk to your friends about us and share the, share the, the joy, the love, the sexiness <laughs> of Friday the 13th Horror Podcast, where we always want you to get, get slayed. slayed.